Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. And yes, it is your lucky day. You know why it's your lucky day, guys? Because as the song says, you're listening to us and you're going to get rich quick. This is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel Denise, come together once a week over a single topic and come up with incredible ideas based on that topic on how to get incredibly rich. Very quickly. Mm-hmm. Thus the name. Yeah. There's no uh, uh, sort of hidden. No. Uh, hidden it's not want. clickbait. No, it's not clickbait. It's real. Yeah. We want you to get rich quick, and we want to give you ideas with how to how to get rich quickly. Yeah. With the topic, and our names happen to be Josh and Noel. Yeah. And thus the title, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel. It's like old school journalism. <laughs> In what way? Well, you, they used to try to make... You know, headlines of articles mm-hmm. give you as much information as possible. Uh-huh. So if all you had time for was the headline, you got something. Well, I f- it, 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 put it this way. There was never any old New York Times headlines that were like, you'll never guess what the top five reasons for whatever are. For whatever. Yeah. That's true. You'd never see that in the New York Times. <laughs> But, you know, there was the equivalent of quick clickbait on the Post. Should, I mean, the well, Post used to be famous. But they still would try to have the info in the in the headline. Well. Headless man found in topless bark. That gives you the whole kit and caboodle. It does, but I imagine there's that's a, that's a solid clickbait title. You would click on that story. If headless yeah. man found in topless bar popped up on your feed, you would click on that. But most clickbait is tries to hide what the story even <clears throat> is, and all the headline is is to get you to click. Well, sure, yeah, but I do find that most, like you know, most clickbait titles, they're in that sort of a uh, 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 very. Uh, they tell the story, but it's never the story is never as uh, fantastic as the headline is. You'll never guess what these top five clickbait titles are. Yeah, there's those. I think there. I guess there are different types of clickbait. Yeah, I tend to. I know those are clickbait titles. You're absolutely right, but I don't think of them because I never click on those. It's always the ones that say like you know, <clears throat> the ones I always click on that I can't stop myself, even though I know that it's bullshit. Uh huh. Is it's like you know, for instance, uh, which Seinfeld character are you, and what it says about your life? It's not a clickbait. I abs- <laughs> those tests absolutely are for real. You take that test, it will tell you exactly which Seinfeld character you are and uh-huh. what it says about your life. Yeah, there's nothing that is untrue about that 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 headline. Okay, whether you agree with it or not is a whole other thing. All right, you know. But I've taken those tests, 
and sometimes they're pretty goddamn accurate. All right, point being, we don't hide it. <laughs> I feel like we could talk about this for the entire hour. I'd we, be totally happy doing that. We could. Um, get get clickbait with Josh and Noel. Yep. <laughs> yep. That would be the ultimate. Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel would be the great clickbait title for a show where all we talked about was clickbait. Yeah. Not even on how to get rich with it. Just about clickbait. Anyway, the point being... That's what our show is. Yeah, you'll never guess how ri- how quick you'll get rich with these four schemes from Josh and Noel and what it says about your sex life. That's right. Josh and Noel do epic takedown of get-rich-quick schemes. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we don't ask for any money up front for this, guys. No. Uh, we love our listeners mm-hmm. and our potential listeners. Yeah. Our goal, our whole... As the French may say, and uh, may make me seem substantially more uh-huh. intelligent than I am. Okay. Our whole raison d'être uh-huh. is to get you rich. That's right. So why, if that's what we want to do, why would we put up uh, uh, barriers for that to happen for you? No, no, no. That's not what we believe in. We believe in making it as easy for you as possible. That's why we give you the ideas. Yeah. Um, we change our topics up. It's not just like the same played out bullshit no. it's not like invest not in real estate flip houses no. the, 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 the. just do it our way our way is the best way no that's not uh it's not what we do here Mm-mm. nope and uh we don't ask for any money up front you get extremely wealthy yeah on one of our ideas and then, if you've used our idea to get extremely wealthy, and only if you've used the idea. Look, if you just listen to our show and you get inspired just because you want to be rich and listening to us talk about the wealth that, that we think you can accrue just yeah. gives you the motivation to do it and you don't use one of our ideas, that's fine. You're good. But if you use one of our ideas, I like to think of it as a finder's fee. Yeah. Noel likes to think of it uh, in another way. You use one of our ideas, you get insanely wealthy, and then Noel... And then one day, one morning, when you're sitting in your luxury breakfast nook, the golden spoon in your hand, eating Raison Bran, and you say, wait a minute, Raison Bran, that, that makes me think, and you go, oh, d'etre. <laughs> oh, d'etre. Not... Holy Detra. I have not paid back Josh and Noel uh-huh. for for putting me in this luxury breakfast nook. I should give them ten percent of everything I've made after I'm rich. Tie this guys. That's the That's deal. It. Yep. <clears throat> I mean that that pretty much sums it up. Yeah. You don't have to do it that second. You can finish your raisin brand. Yep. Imagine the uh the clickbait headline on that. Yeah. Trillionaire pays off loser podcast hosts. Yeah. It's great clickbait. People go, what, huh? And then they'll see. Mm-hmm. They'll see. It's not that you pay us off. No. You give us what we deserve. So you pay us back. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's what we do, guys. 10% tithe us. And that's the crux of our show. That's it. Yeah. I have not seen Noel in a whole week. No. He's uh, been back from vacation yeah. for two weeks now. Yeah. And uh, it's as if the vacation never happened. It's like it never happened. The pain, the suffering. 
the worst thing about vacations. Yeah. Is they end. Yeah. Just like, just like Raisin Bran. <laughs> There's only a few raisins in there. There really are. There's very few, too few raisins. Uh-huh. But they're sweet. They are. They're too sweet, though. They're covered in sugar. Yeah. I find that with Raisin Bran, uh-huh. if I buy Raisin Bran, I will also buy raisins. Okay. And add some raisins Nature's to my Raisin Bran. Nature's candy. They are. Yeah. They and are nat- honey, too, I guess. No. <laughs> honey is nature's sweetener. Okay. You know. I mean, maybe you could say maple syrup is nature's candy yes, as well. Yes, I would say that. But you can actually turn maple syrup into candy yeah. by just running it in the snow. Yeah, I know. I'm Canadian. What does that mean? I mean, every year when we were a kid, we would go on a field trip to a sugar shack. Uh-huh. And we'd go and you'd look at them tapping yeah, the trees. the sugar shack. And then you'd look at them boiling them down uh-huh. the sap. And the end of the tour mm-hmm. was always they took ladles of that hot sap and psh, on the snow yeah. and you had a little popsicle stick and you'd yeah. roll it up and it was awesome. Mm-hmm. You guys may, get more maple in your life, everyone out there. We make our uh, uh, lemonade with maple syrup now. Ooh, nice. It's really good. With Canadian maple syrup? I don't fucking Vermont know. maple syrup? It's probably Vermont. Okay. If it's not Canadian or Vermont, Vermont's the only second place allowed. By whose standards? By my standards. You the know, Chicago guy's standards? Canada <laughs> has very strict regulations mm-hmm. on purity. America, not so much, but Vermont has its own standards for purity mm-hmm. of maple syrup that are better than <clears throat> the entire rest of the country. Mm-hmm. So Vermont maple syrup is better than the rest of the countries. I've had some very good New York maple syrup. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but it's right. not reliable. Okay. You got to know a guy. <laughs> it's like a hustle. It's like it is. It's a hustle. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm willing to bet there's a lot of Canadian. Maple you got to know a guy. It costs too much. <clears throat> I, I guarantee there's a lot of you know things that are plastered with the name Canadian maple syrup that are not that is not even maple no. syrup. I bet there is. No. I bet there is. It's just like all that olive oil that was coming over here that wasn't even coming from. Uh, Olives? Oh, I'm sure there's someone that has made fake maple syrup. Yeah. In Canada, sending it to the U.S. Dude. Canadian ketchup <laughs> chips? 100% pure ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, But Noel, yes. besides all that, yeah. how have you been, my friend? Yeah, I've been all right. Uh, so I was thinking, back a ways... Uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, my girlfriend at that time. Yeah, I got you. Uh, we had some friends. We'd go out every once in a while, you know, do it up with them, have some dinner, mm-hmm. go out for some drinks, maybe see a show. Didn't see him for a while. Met up with them. Miserable. They hated each other. They were just like, got real drunk. Mm-hmm. Saying mean things to each other mm-hmm. when they weren't ignoring each other. I don't remember going out with you guys like that. <laughs> and we were just like, oh my God. And then, yeah, it was like a month or two later we found out, oh, guess who's getting divorced? Yeah. You were like, oh my God, I hope we never get like this. Yeah. Fast forward yeah. to two years later. Notice I said, not my girlfriend now. <laughs> uh huh. Is that the story? That's the story. Actually, that I have very similar stories that have happened more than once with that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a pretty... I think a lot of people have had sort of a double dating story like that. Yeah. You know, I think it's pretty common. 
Which is interesting. Uh-huh. Because, again, I like that this story happened because I don't have to search for a way to tie it into the topic. Okay. Because it is the topic. Oh. Because today's topic, Noel. Today's topic is double dating. How to get twice as rich, twice as fast. I thought it was drunken divorce. (laughs) Shit. Double dating? (laughs) I have a lot of good ideas on how to get rich off of drunken divorce. Okay. But I guess we'll do that for another show. We can tie it in. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, yeah, Noel, double dating. Double dating. You are a serial monogamist. I am, I am a monogamist. Yeah, yeah. You, you are a guy who's been in a lot of long-term relationships, which yeah. I think is a nice thing. I don't know why people think that that's like, I hear people th- talk about like people who are serial monogamists uh-huh. as if it's a bad thing, and I don't understand that. Well, there's people that can't be single at all, and that okay. I think is a bad thing. Right. Like, you can't ever be by yourself or be with yourself. Oh, That's what I always take serial monogamous to mean. Like I oh, wouldn't think okay. I'm a serial monogamous. Well, I always thought it meant someone who when they when when they're with someone uh-huh. like they're they're they don't have short term relationships. You know what I mean? Like their relationships are, you know, <clears throat> uh, you know, long term, always long term. And by long term I guess like a year or more. Uh-huh. Um, as opposed to, you know, I know people who never dated anyone for longer than a month until they met the person that they were with for, you know, ever. Okay. You know what I mean? I feel like you're one of those people that's with people for long periods of time. Yeah. I may be wrong. Well, there's people that I date and I just go out with a couple times (coughs) and then... You realize right away. Yeah. You're not going to mess with it. I'm not going to mess with it. And then once it clicks, Mm -hmm. there's a couple different break points I usually have. Okay. Right. If it, if it makes past a couple dates, then maybe it'll make it a little further. If it makes it past like four months, though, it's probably good for a while. Well, you know what I mean? Because yeah. by then you've you've you got enough of the person to realize. I wish I knew what you mean. What Twenty two years I've been with the same person. The yeah. Bulk of my life. So you're about ready for a change. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> probably about 15 years ago. Um. Yeah, no. Uh, 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 I have a recollection of a double date that I was on. Okay, it was very interesting. It was a it was a friend of mine and my wife's. Uh, we were both friends with this person. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he was introducing us to his new girlfriend, who we'd been seeing for a little while at the time, but decided we would go on a double date together. We ended up at this burger place. <laughs> All right. And uh, they were very sweet. Everything was cool. And they were like, you know, they were canoodling a bit, and it was sort of sweet to watch, you know, because we're like the crusty old couple. Uh-huh. So when we're around people who like actually like each other and are having a good time, it makes us smile a little bit. Then they started getting really handsy. <laughs> no, this is not what happened. And then, like, how do you, oh, were you there? Yeah, I think I was, dude. <laughs> and they started getting really handsy, and then like hands ended up on side on thighs. The next thing we know, we're really uncomfortable no. because they are touching each other under the table. No. This is what happened, guys, <laughs> is my current girlfriend, <laughs> awesome. You know, I, I brought that her out, uh-huh. and Josh and I had decided we were going to go get Impossible Burgers, uh-huh. and we decided to make it a double date, and I think we were holding hands, but so Josh continuously... Makes jokes 
that we were uh we were uh d- getting uh, down and dirty uh, under the uh-huh. table and we were not okay whatever i don't want to you know I was not saying any names. Uh-huh. You decided to interject. Yeah. You, you, this could have been someone completely different than you. Yeah, but it How wasn't. <laughs> I know who you're talking but, uh, about. You think you're the only person I've ever eaten hamburgers with? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I do. Interesting. I do. My wife and I have been together for 22 years. Yeah. And you think you're the only other couple that we've double dated with? Yeah. It's certainly possible. <laughs> no. Of course not that. Anyway, so they were touching each other, and it was very uncomfortable (laughs) for us. We were sort of just hemmed and hawed. Uh And, you know, you can even tell the waiter was kind of uncomfortable. There were lots of kids because it was a hamburger place. It was very weird. But, uh, you know, we got through it, and then we ended up having a good time. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to say. I'm not going to name any names, So We went out and got beer afterwards? We did. We had nice beers. You know, for the quality of the food that we got, we should have eaten at the beer place. Their tapas selection looked much better than the uh, those weird Impossible Burgers that we got. Yeah, you know, but we, we still got to get them sometime uh, a better place. Yeah, we do. I, I think you know. I saw them in a store, the Patties. Okay, at a at actually a supermarket around here. All right, and I almost bought them to fry them up, but I don't have a working stove yet, and don't know if I ever will at okay. this rate. So uh, uh, cooking it on a hot plate isn't probably the best treatment of them. Okay. I would say. Well, we should go out and get some neat sometime soon. Oh, that's interesting. That's a thought. Sure. Yeah. We can do that. Hot dogs, cart, you and me, buddy. You, you, you guys want to know why we're doing this topic. Because <laughs> I asked Josh if he uh-huh. wants to go out on a double date soon. <clears throat> mm-hmm. He never answered me. Oh, I did Other than saying that's the topic this week, double date. Oh, yeah. I thought that's what you were saying. Were you asking me actually out on a double date? Come on. You, you're you not confused here. I don't want to, you know, look, the reality <laughs> is, is while we like your girlfriend very much, I uh-huh. won't say her name on the air. Okay. While we think she's a sweetheart and lovely and we think you guys are a very lovely couple, mm-hmm. we don't want to be around you finger banging each other again. <laughs> that's, you're such a bad person. <laughs> You're bad. <laughs> you know, bad you said that earlier, uh-huh. and I was looking for reasons for you to back this up, and you still haven't come up with any. I don't think I need backup at this point, folks. Every- if you think I'm a bad person, <laughs> you know, this is what I, I want votes uh-huh. based on what our listeners, if we have any, yeah, have heard uh, on this. Who've listened to this show forever long? Uh-huh. If you think I'm, and I'm, I'm a grown man. I can handle it. If you think I'm a bad person, he can and, take it. And a lot of people, at least think, to the second knuckle. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, not really. I've tried. It's it's really first knuckle, and okay. even that's really uncomfortable. All for right. Me. So don't get um, a burger with him. <laughs> um, if you think I'm a bad person, if I have shown to you in the way I, because uh, this really isn't much different than I am in real life. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'd be curious. Uh, you know, I may need to change my ways, but I just don't feel like I am. So it's like if enough people from the outside say, yeah, dude, you're not a good person, I may have to look at, take a good hard look at myself. Yeah. Noel telling me it means absolutely nothing because uh, I don't believe him. He just likes saying, you know, 
he likes saying I'm a bad person, and then I counteract with I'm a good person, and then he says, nope, nope, nope. And then he gets my <laughs> wife to agree with him, which just gets me angry. Yeah. So anyway. And Herschel starts biting him. <laughs> that's right. He does. <laughs> um, but double dating, Noel. Yeah. It's an interesting topic. It sure is. Because there's not a lot of get-rich-quick schemes out there about double dating. This is almost like a virgin topic. We are groundbreakers. Yeah, we kind of are. Yeah. People, you know, I think this is where disruption is 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 a good, oh yeah, a good phrase yeah, for yeah, this yeah, because yeah. this is one place where I feel like you know, yeah, people haven't really mined the gold that is here, and no. it's surprising because in this day and age, everything's been mined. Seems like sometimes yeah, it's crazy, right? You think we've come up with ideas where like, oh, this n- there's going to be nothing to find about this, and you look and it's like, Jesus Christ, yeah. really? Yeah. This has got to, this is like people are figuring out ways to make money. Like there is nothing that is off limits to people, but double dating seems to be the deal. Um, Anyway, Noel, double dating. Double dating, This is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to your ideas. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You should be. I am. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, guys. Double dating, right? Uh, It's out there. It's (laughs) happening. It's happening. Uh. So, you know, you guys all know what a double date is, right? You go out with another couple. Is that what that is? You see a show, maybe. Uh Uh-huh. Or whatever. Get some food, some apps, a couple pints. Apps. Oh, appetizers. Yeah. Right. Uh, It's, it breathes life into relationships, right? You're a little bored of each other, maybe. Yeah, it can. Absolutely. So you can go out with another couple. You can have some fun with them. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> a lot of couples right now, though, they're like, I, I don't even know if I want to go out with my spouse. That he's a Trumpy, or oh, she's yeah. a Trumpy, or uh-huh. she's a a snow a liberal snowflake, and mm. I, and I'm a Trumpy, or or you know what I mean? There's it's breaking up a lot of marriages. It is. It's causing a lot of strife. There's also though a lot of people that can't stand this part of their spouse. But they're still not, other than that, they're like, if you could just take this thing away. Right. They're a good father. They treat me well. They're exactly. a nice person. But this one thing. Exactly. Right? So I was, I was reading about double dates, and I came across uh, an article from The Post. The New York Post. The New York Post. And it was just like, worst things I've heard on a double date. And it was all these quotes from people. It was off. This article was probably written by someone who wanted to write off their bar tab because it was just like one sentence from this person. Uh-huh. One sentence. And it was someone who just went someone is like, You ever going to double date? What's a bad thing you heard? Right? I'm, I'm sure that's what it was. It was uh-huh. someone's excuse to write off their bar tab. Let's get a bunch of people together and go out for some drinks. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Uh, and almost all of the. Things that they didn't want to hear on their blind date. I mean, on their on their double date. Double date mm-hmm. was about someone trying to imply that they should all swap. Oh God! <laughs> right? I've had that happen. Yeah, we had that happen once. And well, the tell tell that after this. Uh huh. So, uh, so I'm like, yeah, of course you don't want that. And I was thinking about 
the situation. I had that in my mind. And then I, about the situation where all these couples now are, uh, you know, I want, I don't want to leave this person, but gee, I can't freaking stand to sit there and talk to him because it's going to turn into politics at some point. Yeah. And I started thinking, and I was reading some other stuff, and there was like uh, something they were saying about emotional cheating. And that's like when you have like your your work husband or 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 some people with their Facebook friends, and it's like they're not having a, a physical affair, mm-hmm. but they're having an emotional affair. Is it similar? I always find that. <clears throat> everything I've ever read about like real like where where like emotional cheating becomes a thing is like guys <clears throat> who get hooked on it's always women mm-hmm. with a male coworker yeah who becomes like a really good friend yeah but with guys it's often with like cam girls oh you know where really? they where they pay I actually worked with a guy well I'll let you finish well I feel like it's pretty it's pretty I worked with this. a guy who uh, he was a pastry chef. He was a bit of a mess. Okay, he, I don't know what he was doing with his wife. They uh-huh. were really unhappy together. But you know, he you know he was the kind of guy that I, I'm was kind of surprised anyone would have married him. All right, you know, not unlike myself. Okay, you know, yeah. But he, I I, I can <clears throat> picture it now. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Just imagine <laughs> me with red hair. Okay. okay, all right, all right, and uh, <laughs> he. Got a shit ton of trouble mm-hmm. because, and he was like at his rope because he started talking to me about this. Because I remember I, I I was the I was the chef de cuisine and he was fucking up all over the place. He was the pastry chef at this restaurant I was working with, and I went downstairs and I was like, "Dude, I don't know what the fuck's going on with you, but you know you got to get your shit together, or we're gonna have to let you go. Things are getting really bad in this department." And he just sort of had like a mini breakdown and just started telling me all this shit, which, of course, I was like, I don't want to know this. Uh But it was basically they were having trouble and he had been watching a lot of porn. Okay. And then from the porn, he started watching cam girls and then he started spending money on the private shows. Uh Uh-huh. Right. And I guess what the and 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 then I've read about this in in the other and of course this costs a small fortune yeah right but what would end up happening is and and this is not an uncommon thing this is very common is he would just start talking with the girl sure during their private session right it wasn't so much about she'd be naked but he wouldn't he got to the point where he stopped having her doing anything sexual for him. And it was just about having a conversation with her, and he fell in love with her. You know what I mean? And, you know, would just feed more money, feed more money, feed more money. And this is a very common thing that these guys who sort of start with the sexual aspect of it then get into these, you know, online relationships. Of course, the, the, the cam girl is, you know, she's a sympathetic ear, but she's not in love with the guy. Yeah. But she also knows that I'm making... A lot of money. $50 an hour or yeah. whatever, $100 an hour listening to this guy, and he'll talk to me for two, three hours Ugh. and just drop all this money. Um, and he got them something like twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000 in debt. Um, you know, she saw the credit card bill, 
and uh, went bananas. Uh, I'm sure went bananas. Didn't know like well, she was like, "Where is all this money going?" Because it's never like you know camgirls.com or something like that. You know what I mean? It, it's something. It's like a, a, a different name on there. Yeah. And then she calls up to find out who these people are, and they're like, "Oh, we're you know." A sex cam, you know, business thing, and then she completely loses her shit. Yeah. Um, but that is a super common emotional cheating thing okay. that guys do. Okay. More so than like a work wife or work husband kind of thing. Okay. But anyway. But I wasn't even thinking that. Right. I understand. But I was just. Uh... And a lot of people think that that is worse than physical cheating. <clears throat> I don't know if it is. I think the lying is the worst part about all that. But yeah, I, I think I, look, I get it. You yeah. know what I mean. And I, I think it's 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 especially if you're like very distant from each other. Mm-hmm. You're at a point where you're not talking to each other, and and they're confiding like really deep, heavy shit with a person that they're not confiding with you. Yeah, it just feels like a betrayal. Yeah. Well, but what if it wasn't? What if you could make mm-hmm. it work for you? Okay. Yeah. Right. So this is what you're going to do. You're going to set up a. Uh, I, I looked out there. There do exist uh, double dating apps. Oh, they do? Yeah. All right. Well, that kills one of my ideas. <laughs> well, no, I'm sure you got a different take. <laughs> no, I don't. Not uh, well, really. Okay. Uh, I think I saw it. Maybe I was wrong. No, you probably um, did. And <laughs> I didn't do much research. But they're just, you know, I'm bored. I need someone to, we need someone to meet with to do something with. But this is what you're going to do. You're going to, each of you going to fill out your political profile. Uh-huh. And you are going to get matched <clears throat> with another couple around the same age. Mm-hmm. Where you've got the opposite oh. political leaning. <clears throat> and we're not going to go out and encourage that you guys, like no one wants to hear on a double date, mm-hmm. someone implying that you guys all do some swapping. Mm-hmm. But you're going to do some emotional swapping. Hmm. Right? And you guys are going to be a couple that can go out together, go bowling, go to the flicks, go all these places. Liberal husband can sp- speak to the other person's liberal wife. Oh, Trumpy I see what husband you're can about. speak to the other person's Trumpy wife. <clears throat> they can so keep this is where, the this marriage. Is, right, okay. I misunderstood. So you're talking about couples that may have differing views yeah. within the couple, finding another couple with differing views. Yep. That they can uh, emotionally cheat right. with each other and keep their marriage intact, despite <coughs> the fact that they're married to a freaking Trump Nazi or whoever. Uh, and there's a lot of money in this because yeah. you're gonna. It, it's all in the matching. Yeah, it is. No, I'm with you. I think that's a good idea. I uh, uh, basically had a similar idea. Similar. Similar. Okay. Um, where. Uh, but mine was more of a screening system. Okay. Okay. So, like, one thing that I, I was I was I was reading was it's like you know all of these like horrifying double dates, and a lot of them were like double dates where where people got set up on the double date. Mm-hmm. They didn't necessarily you know it wasn't a situation where everyone knew each other. A lot of times it was like you know one couple. Like it was like a husband and wife who knew one guy mm-hmm. and then the guy's girlfriend was crazy. One in particular that I, I read that was completely insane was this woman went on a double date um, with her friend and her friend's boyfriend and 
it was also a blind date, like a setup for her, and they brought the boyfriend's cousin. Mm-hmm. And everything started off fine, but then as the night wore on a little bit, and we're talking like 20 minutes down, yeah. like a Latin couple got sat next to them. And the boy and the and the the guy she was with the cousin starts c- s- really loudly saying, "I wish I had known this was a Spanish club. You know, Ugh. those Spanish people are nasty when they eat like pigs at a trough." Ugh. And uh, then he proceeded when the food got put down in front of them. The guy proceeded to tell the girl that he had never met before that uh, she shouldn't eat all of her food because it would make her fat. Um, and then to get a doggy bag so he could eat it later. And then when they were going to, that, that, that they shouldn't have dessert because he had ice cream at home and, uh, ice cream is best eaten after sex. (laughs) Um, and there are a lot of these like nightmarish double date routines and, and then I was thinking it's like, you know, it's like, and it's true and it's like, it's terrifying. And when you're someone like Deb and I, we're one of those couples that we sort of are, well, we know a lot of other couples. Yeah, we're just not. We don't go out a lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. We don't. Uh, we don't. I get s- it. You don't want to go out with us. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> it. We don't socialize well because she's Spanish. So uh-huh. I, I, that was the whole reference there. So's Deb. Oh right, <laughs> shit. Um. Uh. Uh. But you know, we're we're sort of like we're insular in that way. Yes. You know what I mean? And. We don't like meeting new people. Yes. And and a lot of our friends are single. Okay. Believe it or not. Yeah. And that's always like weird. I don't like, you know, like couples going out with singles is always weird. Why? I don't like I don't know. I don't like single people. Okay. I didn't like you when you were single. Oh, I like come you on. much better when you're in a you relationship. You were so jealous. You're like, oh, I, you're getting out there again. I gotta be honest with you, that's really why I don't like going out with single people. <laughs> <laughs> because I just sit there going, Oh god. Um, but you know, and then I came up with the idea for a double dating app. Okay. But obviously I, I, and I, cause I thought there weren't any, not that I really did any searching for it. <laughs> I just realized, I figured I'd never heard of any, so uh, they must not exist. Yep. You know what I mean? Like many things in my life, if I haven't heard of it, yeah, then it doesn't exist. It might not. <laughs> it probably doesn't, but apparently it does. You could make it slicker. Well, that mine would have a massive screening process. Okay in it where if part of it would be so the way i would it would be sort of a background check thing Uh so like if you are set up to go on a double date yeah such as the woman with the guy's cousin Mm -hmm. she can get a full background check on the guy's cousin okay before going on the double date now if it's a situation where it's like two racist couples are going Uh out they can the double date app because it's you know has no political agenda all right it will show you restaurants in primarily white neighborhoods that have a primarily white clientele. Okay. So you guys can all go to that restaurant. Okay. You know, and or whatever the uh, uh, thing is and whatever your deal is. You can really like just the algorithm is going to be really tight. Yeah. And then over time, like uh, uh, all the dating apps, they'll start suggesting couples for you to date. Yeah. After you know you rate your dates and it'll start sliding stuff over to you like oh you guys might like hanging out with uh yeah Jim and Tina yeah Jim and Tina like T bones too yeah I don't even know what that means T bone steaks yeah 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 exactly whatever it may be and so there you go that's the idea for my app that is great it's amazing to me how we 
picked a topic that no we right at the top we said no one has mind for money. <laughs> <laughs> and yet we managed to come up with the same exact idea. Not only basically the same idea, but an idea, but an idea mm-hmm. that has essentially been done. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Yeah. Solid. Well, not in the way we've done it, though. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. That is absolutely true. If you want to back this kind of investigative journalism <laughs> that happens week after week for over three years now, you can and we're not going to make you investigate how to do that. We're going to tell you. You go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh and Little show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount, half that money goes to Josh and I and our crack investigative team to give us money to do things like Google Double Date app. <laughs> well, that takes time and money, guys. If I had the money yeah. and didn't have other things I had to do, yeah. like watch some TV today, yep. I probably would have Googled double dating That's it. That's right. That's why I pee on the company's dime. That's right. On the co- company's dime. <laughs> That's what you said. Yeah. Poo. Poo. <laughs> Man makes a quarter, I make a dime. That's why I poop on the company's time. So it got started us down this road to riches, guys. Uh-huh. If you don't want to give Josh and I money, because you're a, a monster. I can't maybe. imagine after listening to this show yeah. why you wouldn't want to give us money. I know, right? You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com, hit the pledge button. Mm-hmm. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None comes to us. You get a tax rate because they're 401c3. You can do things like help fund the... Uh, after school teen program we're doing where we got some money, we need some more money. Give them money. If you don't want to give us money or them money and you still want to support someone somehow, you download the app. You can subscribe to the newsletter, Radio Radio Free Brooklyn. The newsletter. Guess who suggested that name, Radio Free Brooklyn? Uh, I'm going to guess just based on the fact that you're pointing at yourself. Yeah. I'm going to say uh, uh, Chuck Edelow. No, it was me. Radio oh. Free Brooklyn. Radio no Free Punster Brooklyn. Extraordinaire. Yeah, newsletter. I didn't even know we had a newsletter. We do. You guys. What's it called? Radio Free Brooklyn. Oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. It's, yeah. It's punny. Pretty great. Uh, <laughs> we're not just a pun factory. We're not just the 60 minutes of the airwaves. We're also s- s- people that like to g- give back to our community. We do. We give you lots of ideas. We do. It's not enough. Nope. It's not enough. It's never enough. There's no such thing as enough money. Josh wakes up in the middle of the night and he's like, "How can we fit a little more riches into this show?" Yeah, I wake up. He goes on the Google then. Uh-huh. <laughs> Times where he could be Googling things like, is there such thing as a double dating app? But he, I got this other stuff I have to do. He finds more ways for you guys yeah, to get rich. Exactly. So here you go. Take it away. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The trap many people fall into is they think you need to write the next Harry Potter or Fifty Shades of Grey in order to get rich from books. 
the likelihood of you knocking it out of the park is incredibly low. With that said, getting to $1 million from writing books is a pretty doable job if you find the right angle and an audience willing to purchase. Just keep putting out more and more books until one of them is a hit. There you go, guys. Just keep putting out more and more books until one of them is a hit. Boom. It seems so simple. Yeah. All you got to do is just keep writing books. <laughs> and event- what, what was interesting that's not in there that uh-huh. I thought would, uh, that I didn't know, they claim that to get on the New York Times bestsellers list, uh-huh. which once you're on there actually makes a massive difference in your book sales, oh, obviously, yeah. you only need to sell like 10,000 copies. Well, it depends on what topic. Well, so you plop your book in a certain a particular topic. Genre. Genre, I mean. But, but, t- but 10,000 copies is not a lot, really, yeah. in the grand scheme of things. Okay. I'm just saying. Yeah, guys. You know? Write one for each topic. You'll get on there. Yeah, exactly. And eventually, once you get one on, it's a lot easier to get on. And then yeah. it, I think they drop it down, again, depending on the genre. Yeah. can be like 5,000 copies. Yeah. So, you know. There you go. Yeah. Just, just write books. Super simple. Yeah, you guys, just like <clears throat> once you get one on, it's easier to get the next on. Once you go on one date, <laughs> it's easier to go on a double date, uh-huh. which is how we're making money this week. Josh is going to go out on a date with me. Uh, with just you and I just on a date together? No, That'd no, no. Hot. That'd be horrific. <laughs> uh, wow, that hurt. Yeah, that it was hurt. meant. It was meant to. That hurt. You took it right. I just want to put it out there that Noel says I'm a bad person. Yeah. Okay. 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 All right. We're all in agreement. Mm, we'll see. We'll see when those emails come rolling in saying. Josh, you're not only a good person, uh-huh. you're the greatest person. The greatest person? The greatest, yeah. That's what I expect to see. Wow. That's what I expect to see from the thousands and thousands of emails. Uh-huh. That I, and all it's going to say is going to be like, it, I, I don't want like hyperbole, guys. Okay, no hyperbole. Hyperbole. I want it to be like- You're a great person. Just say like, yes, bad, or not good, great. Oh, like that, like that, that, that you know, you don't okay. have to, I don't want to hear like, hey, I don't want to hear a lot of hyperbole. I don't want a lot of explanation. Uh-huh. I don't want to, well, like, you know, no gray areas in this. Yeah, bad. Yeah. And it's like, cool. Okay. You think I'm a bad person? No backstory. Yeah. You, you, yeah, I don't, I don't want to hear it. Okay. You think I'm a bad person. You don't really count. That's yeah. fine. How um, about similes? Yeah. Give me a, give me a, give me a simile that they might send me. I don't know. Uh-huh. Do you, you even know what a simile is? Yeah. What? You're as blah as a blah. <laughs> <laughs> you're as blah as a blah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you're as great as a king. Yeah. That's fine. I'll be fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> you're as blah as a blah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know wh- why we got onto that, but I'm I'm a good person <laughs> and you are a bad person. <laughs> All right. So I don't know about you guys. But despite the fact that it is fun sometimes to go on a double date, uh-huh. when you think about double dates, mm-hmm. you always think about like, and I guess this would be us too. You think about like a middle-aged couple, maybe wearing Hawaiian shirts, which I probably would wear. Yeah, I would too if I had uh, one that fit me. And your wife definitely would. She loves Hawaiian she shirts. She loves Hawaiian Going shirts. Going out for like Margs. 
Were you on that that maybe some Italian food and margaritas or something like that? Were you in CVR when they went to Hawaii for that like three days nope. or something? No, you weren't. Okay. No. Uh, you know, but you think of it like that. You think of it as a, a, a couple of a certain years, mm-hmm. uh, going out, doing things. It's not doesn't really think. It's not something that you think like the kids should be getting on on this because I feel like the kids are just in the in the kids' parlance are just hanging out. Yeah, they don't look at it as a double date. It doesn't require any effort on the kids' part for them and their ladies and their friends and ladies to go out together. Well, there is that, but <clears throat> then there's also the aesthetic. I guess if they're nowadays, maybe some of these kids are into their nerd core, uh huh, or stuff like that. Momcore, momcore. Yeah, what's momcore? Yeah, you know, like nerdcore. They're trying to look like high w- high waisted jeans. Oh, I th- I thought that was called normcore. 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 Yeah. yeah, the irony, the irony that only so, children can pull off. So right? I guess you could you could sell them on Margs and uh, Italian. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but but in general, <clears throat> you gotta you gotta if you want to draw in today's youth. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow's middle-aged people. Yep. You gotta, you gotta cater to them. You do, right? Which is hard mm-hmm. because you know. Well, you're not, not them. only are they are they satisfied hanging out, but they're like the millennial people nowadays are. <laughs> the millennial people nowadays, as opposed to the old-fashioned <laughs> you, millennial people. You are so old. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> they, you know, they're giving up on monogamy. Uh-huh, they are. They're all pan and poly. Well, they're not giving up on monogamy. Queer. They're giving up on marriage, that's for sure. They're giving up on monogamy. Poly uh, is... Is the thing? Poly, yeah. Uh, I was born too late, too early. Uh, were you? Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I was born right at the right time. I'd be like, Polly wants a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's and then they'd they'd say that's racist and they'd kick you out. <laughs> well, that would be I would put that on all the black poly sites. <laughs> Polly want a cracker? <laughs> oh, okay, you guys, yeah, right in right in <laughs> Josh. Uh no hyperbole though. Uh and so but but they are, you know, they're they're gender queer, they're non-binary, mm-hmm. they're poly, yeah. they're non-monogamous. They're reinventing the game. Mm-hmm. And if you want there to be such a thing as double dating yeah. 25 years down the road, yeah. you got to <clears throat> get on board. You know what poly double dating is? It's just three people going on a date. No. It'd be six people going on a date. Oh, that's that's a um, right. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and that's what you're going to do, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I if you, I'm like Josh, spent a lot of time googling this. <laughs> if you Google anything about double dating, it's all going to mention bowling. It's not just <laughs> bowling not anymore. Get that at all. Here's 25 double dates <clears throat> in New York that mm-hmm. aren't bowling. It all of them mention bowling. <laughs> Do they really? Yeah. <laughs> I did not catch that at all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really funny. So this is what you're going to do. Uh-huh. You're going to open a bowling alley. Uh-huh. And you're going to you're gonna appeal to the kids, 
and you're going to appeal to them to come on double dates, and you're going to appeal to them in this norm core way, this nerd core, mom core, uh-huh. whatever you're going to call it. You're going to appeal in that. You're going to have wood paneling. Mm-hmm. You're going to serve margs and mai tais in, in festive glasses. Uh-huh. Uh, you're going to have, uh, you know, jello molds. It sounds like you're going way more retro than you are normal. I'm, I'm going retro, but uh, but uh, like the retro. I mean, I got. I just have to say, just knowing people are into the whole tiki bar thing, uh-huh. like this scene sounds like it would appear would appeal to them, and they it are would. unfortunately all our age. Well, it it would appeal to them. It all it appealed to the kids, right? Because they <laughs> misplace. Uh huh. How old? <laughs> People our age are right. They they think we're older than them, so we're freaking uh-huh. Flintstones. Uh huh. So you're gonna appeal to what they think our what, lives what are. What they think the right. What they think an adult in the nine uh, in the twenty teens. Yeah. Is uh is is interested in. Yeah. Which is uh stuff from the forties uh, and fifties. Yeah. But you are going to make this bowling alley. Mm-hmm. Cater mm-hmm. to non-binary. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be no gender on the bathrooms, right? That okay. You're not gonna assume that a couple is two people, right? You're not gonna come up to someone and s- use a gender-specific <clears throat> term. Mm-hmm. You're gonna cater to these poly couples groups. Six, seven people, one couple. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Is it? Is it? How can it be a couple if it's six, seven people? Be- because the, the some things still stand. It's a group. We still call it a couple. <laughs> a couple is two. <clears throat> it's a it's a a mul a mulpel. a mulpel. Yeah. Okay. A I, 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 a hive. A hive. A poly hive. Poly hive. There you go. Yeah. I'm sure they must have a name. A sleeve <clears throat> of a crackers. Sleeve. <laughs> Polly want a sleeve of crackers. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you're gonna cater these people. You're gonna pull them in the door. You're gonna get them hooked on double dating. You're uh-huh. gonna make a lot of money doing it. <clears throat> yeah. And 25 years from now, when old uh, the Italian shack that served the good margs and uh, red sauce goes out of business because no one's going on double dates anymore. Mm-hmm. You're going to be thriving. Yep, you're bowling alley. you're not only going to be, have made your own niche, Mm -hmm. you're going to have made fans. You're going to be the place that these eight-person couples go back to, to remember the way they used to do things. (laughs) You're going to instill in them a love for bowling. (coughs) Uh Uh-huh. And you're going to clean up, and you're going to clean up for a long time. Mm Mm-hmm. Bravo. Oh, I, you did that thing that you do when you're particularly proud of yourself, uh-huh. where you got this, you get cocky, you uh-huh. purse the lips together with a little smile, and you do a quick lean back, like, oh, I feel, you, just everything about you screams, I feel good about myself after that one. I do. Yeah, well, you should. Oh, now it's just a full lean back. You would, like, stretch your arms and be like, I'm done. Yeah. I can go home. Boom. I just gave the knockout blow. Yeah. And now I'm back in my corner. Put my jacket on. Yeah. Ready to walk out. Start looking at my watch. Yeah, solid. Well, you don't have a lot of time left, my friend. Okay. Because this is going to be quick. All right. And then we're out of here. Well, 
Well, what? We still have the same amount of time to fill. Whatever. <laughs> um. So I was thinking, Noel. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Every time you see mm-hmm. a head of state and their wife getting together with another head of state yeah. and their wife for dinner where they're clearly discussing business, what is that but a double date? Yep. And that's a pretty high-powered, crazy double date. Sure is. It's a double date with a lot of layers to it. It's a double date with a big agenda to it. Mm -hmm. (coughs) And I was thinking about, like, imagine the double date. Imagine when Trudeau and his wife came over to the States and had to have dinner with Donald Trump and Melania Trump. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been in that situation that has a job, right? The boss comes over, or you go to the boss's house with the wife, and the wife has the sort of dead look in their eyes. They're in a miserable relationship. Oh, yeah. The boss hugs your wife Ugh. a little too comfortably, right? Yeah. Everything about it just feels wrong yeah. and uncomfortable and terrible. Well, that's got to be what that dinner was like, right? I mean, just the worst. Trudeau, not sure what to say because this guy is so crazy, Yeah, but yet he holds a lot of the cards. So this was my idea. Mm -hmm. You are going to create a workshop, Mm -hmm. a double dating workshop on how to deal with every double negative double dating experience, but... You're going to sell it to diplomats. Oh. You're going to sell it to heads of state. Okay. Potential heads of state. Uh-huh. This is like prep, going to become prep 101 yeah. for people running for higher office. Yeah. This is going to be the one that is, you know, because this is, we're talking about international diplomacy here, all predicated on a double date. Okay. And so you are going to teach people how to double date well and in the process save the world. And we're talking about the money you're going to get from this, right? Uh, you're, you're talking about government money. Mm-hmm. You're talking about super PAC money. Yeah. Right? You know, if you got a guy who people think is great, that they're pumping up to be like the next big thing. Yep. But man, he just, he's not good in those personal situations. Yeah. He and his wife don't have that that thing that symbiosis where they click off each other they know how to bat the ball back and forth this is what this class is going to teach you yeah be the perfect double dating partners that's it that's That's great yeah i like it uh you want to know one other one that i had thought of and then i didn't really pursue it Mm -hmm. i just came up with the with the nugget was have another app Mm -hmm. a double dating app where everyone's single and you get set up on a date, and this other couple gets set up on a date, and you guys go out on a double date, mm-hmm. and then it's also kind of like speed dating, because at one point you guys switch dates to see how you like the other date. So it's speed oh, dating, okay. double dating. It's there's a date in it. It's it in sounds there. like there's a reality show in that more than anything else. Exactly, yeah, that would be good. Exactly. I had an idea based on your bowling alley idea. But it's really more for swingers. Okay. And it would be called a bowling alley. Okay. And you could just have like, you know, there's bowling, but there's sex. I think millennials have orgies. All the time. That, it seems like in Brooklyn you're always hearing about them. Are you really? Yeah, it's uh, always. I, I mean, I know it's like a big thing at like Burning Man. Yeah. There's the orgy tent. Yeah. 
which from what I hear, everyone is like, is the lamest thing in the world. Sure. People go in there and the sex is because it's, it's, I know this is going to sound terrible, but there are so many rules in terms of like, you know, how things have to go down. Okay. In there, in terms of consent and the way that, you know, everything has to be very explicitly, you will get thrown out of the orgy tent if you're not perfectly explicit in what your intentions are, what you'd like, and that the person agrees to every single thing Uh before you have sex, that it's like a lot of people just go in there and like fall asleep. Okay. But yeah, the orgy tent is apparently lame. And people wait online for ads. Can you imagine that? You go somewhere and you take a nap and you wake up with crabs. <laughs> How horrible would that be? Uh, that's called Baltimore, my friend. <laughs> hey, wow. Waka Yeah, you guys. If you want to reach out to Josh and tell him that he's a good or bad person, you can get him on Twitter at GRQJoshNoll. Uh, I'd prefer it if you emailed me because I want, I want it in writing. I want it collected in writing at grqwithjoshandnoel at gmail.com. Or if you really want, you can get them on Facebook at facebook slash grqjoshandnoel. You can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review. Anywhere you get a podcast, you can do that as a matter of fact. In that review, you could say whether or not Josh is a good person. Uh, I don't uh, go on Facebook anymore, so it I'll doesn't tell you. count as far as I'm concerned. I'll tell you. I don't trust you. Okay. Well, but you can subscribe, person. rate, review. Yeah, that's uh, true. That a review would be great. Yeah, if you only listen to us in podcast form, we implore you tune in Saturday nights eight o'clock. Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days early. Get there early. Listen to Arts Are Scene. Stick around out later. Listen. It's all nice, nice and Hellwave. 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 You guys got some coin in your pocket. What are you going to do with it? Just going to tell you right now. Gran Vejas Los Cabos is a five-star resort in Cabo San Lucas, Mexico, an area where you could probably pick up a fantastic taco on any street corner. But if you're looking for a truly singular taco experience and have money to burn, you'll want to stop by Gran Vejas Frida Restaurant to check out the culinary masterpiece created by executive chef Juan Liguerio Acala. The world's most expensive taco begins with Kobe beef and langoustine, a type of prawn indigenous to Norway. Almas beluga caviar and black truffle brie cheese are added to the mix, along with a salsa made with exotic morita chili peppers. The taco is served in a gold flake-infused corn tortilla, and you can see what true luxury tastes like for the low price of only $25,000. As long as you've got that kind of money laying around, you might as well order drinks, too. A handcrafted white gold and platinum bottle of Ley 925 Pasión Azteca Ultra Premium Añejo Tequila can be served on the side for only an additional $150,000. Listening to that dude mispronounce so many words, I felt like it was you doing that voiceover. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I could do it with uh, at the end. On your the Will Arnettness. Uh-huh. <laughs> you do. That's right. I forgot you're very good at the Will Arnettness. Yeah. You guys, we scour the internet for rules to judge our schemes by, but we there were so many courses in that mispronounced meal that we don't have time to go through them. Trust us. If you don't trust us, trust the couple that's out with us. Tonight's schemes are fantastic. Yep. So once again for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick